2: on CBS Sports Radio.
3: And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it is oh so simple and smooth. Rocket can. Hope you've had a tremendous evening. Okay, I'm going to be here with you for one more hour with super producer and host Dave Shepard. We've gone through a lot. We just talked about Mr. Daniel Snyder. I think he's on borrowed time as owner of the Washington Commanders. We talked about the Major League Baseball playoffs. The New York Yankees are going to go take on the Houston Astros in the American League Championship Series. Game one of the National League Championship Series, it took place already. Philadelphia Phillies going up 2-0. In the game, at least, against San Diego. And how did that happen? You know what? You don't have to take my word for it. It was very easy. We got one of these. This started off. Some guy named Bryce. Some guy named Bryce. Last name Harper. He had a home run in the fourth. Listen to this.
2: 1-0 pitch. Swung on, hit high in the air, left field. This one's got a chance. Profar going back to the track, at the wall. He jumps. He's out of room. It's gone. And Bryce Harper has homered to left field. And the Phillies have a one to nothing lead.
3: That was in the fourth inning. Some guy named Kyle Schwarber. This guy looks like he moves pianos on his back. This man hit a home run in the sixth. This is what
2: happened. Darvish kicks and deals. Swung got it hit. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Deep to right field. Titanic shot into the second deck. Wow. The Phillies take a 2-0 lead. Kyle Schwarber signals to the bullpen as he gets to second base. That was as long a home run as you're going to see here at Petco Park.
3: Oh, yeah, he mashed it. And so if I know baseball, Bryce Harper home run in the fourth, Kyle Schwarber, solo home run in the sixth. I think we get to the ninth, and I think the final call and all of these calls, they come to us via the Phillies radio network. The end of the game sounded like
2: this. The one-two pitch. Swing yeah. and a miss. He got him. And the ball game is over as Alvarado works around the walk and the error, and the Phillies have taken game one of the NLCS. With a win on the road over the Padres, a combined two nothing shutout.
3: This this wasn't supposed to be the case. It's supposed to be the Mets' spot, right? This was supposed to be here for the Dodgers, right? The Phillies. And the San Diego is here as well. Can you imagine San Diego back out there in the the World Series? Sheesh, let's bring back Trevor Hoffman. God rest his soul. One of the smoothest hitters ever. Mr. Gwen. Feels like the last time that they really had a chance. And then they got beat up by some team named the Yankees. But I digress. Zach Wheeler. The man who's on the mound today for the Phillies had a chance to watch Kyle Schwarber put a run-up on the board for him. And this is what Zach Wheeler had to say.
2: I'm always down, you know, down the stairs, uh, kind of out of the noise and all that just so I can, you know, keep my head. But, um, you know, I heard everybody sort of, you know, take off, so I ran up the stairs and I saw it land, and <laughs> that was pretty crazy. I've never even seen that done in uh, batting practice or anything.
3: Well, he had an opportunity to – uh
2: Just watch the ball float
3: in the stratosphere forever. He didn't do too shabby himself tonight. Zach Wheeler, speaking of the Mets, the former New York Mets, seven innings, eight strikeouts, one hit. Not a human being crossed the plate while he was out there. So congratulations to the Phillies. Zero expectations. Zero, especially midway through the season. A couple of weeks ago, zero explanations or expectations, I should say. And here they are. Meanwhile, like I told you, the Yankees, they're going to be getting ready to go at it against the Houston Astros. We got a lot of beef here. Cheating-type beef, banging-on-trash-cans-type beef. After the Yankees eliminated the Cleveland Guardians, Aaron Judge spoke to the Yes Network. He basically said, in the most polite Aaron Judge way, we're ready to go to Houston.
4: We're looking forward to it. You know, it's, uh, they got a great ball club over there, you know, a great all-around team, and, um, you know, it's definitely going to be a fun series. You know, we played them quite a few times in the postseason, and
3: we're looking forward to getting back, getting back there. Well, now it sounds like he's just ready to listen to French Montana. <laughs> well, go to a strip club. I mean, when I hear that song, I mean, it's in my car, not the strip club. But anyway, I digress. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. NBA opening night. Boston Celtics were able to go out there and, and host the Philadelphia 76ers. They beat them tonight in honoring uh, Bill Russell prior to the game. 126-117. to Tatum and Brown both had 35 points. In the second game. Every time it looks like the Lakers might go on a small run, the Warriors continue to push away. The score is currently 114 to 98, about three minutes left in this game. Can't wait to see what drama comes out of this one. Let's get the phone lines. Margaret, calling from Northern Virginia. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
5: Hi, good morning. How are you?
3: I am amazing, Margaret. What's on your mind?
5: Good. Um, I hope to God Dan Snyder is gone. Um, I'm a native Chicagoan, and when I came to Northern Virginia, the D.C. area, it was really easy to get behind pretty much any team except the, um, what are the commanders, the former Washington football team, the former red people.
3: Um, Yeah, red people, that's fine. (laughs)
5: about that. Oh, no.
3: uh, but
5: all I've heard about is I, what a, what a, I don't know, a snide crook. I mean, he's worse than a jerk. He is. And I heard on our um, 106.7 The Fan here in, in D.C., yes. uh, some commentator had called in and was talk, or talking about one way that the owners could really get rid of Dan Snyder is the money. Apparently, and you know more about this than I do, but the visiting team gets 40% of the revenue when they...
3: go ahead. No, I wasn't familiar with that split, but go ahead.
5: Okay, well, someone said that. And, um, I mean, the the revenue in D.C. has got to be lower than any other team
3: in the NFL. The stadium the the pipes burst in the ceiling onto the fans yes I, I would agree yeah um when so is the last they, time when is the last time you've been to a game
5: oh I've never been to um a football game here in in um
3: why because the, the team area because the team sucks or just
5: uh, no I live in northern Virginia and you know, driving through DC to get to Bethesda, to
6: Maryland. Maryland,
5: to sit right. in a crappy stadium and pay fifteen dollars for a hot dog. You know, you I, can watch, I can watch them lose on television,
3: and then you could turn it off in the middle of <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Too touche. And turn
5: it to the baseball. Um, I could talk to you about that too. But anyhow, I hope. I really hope Dan Snyder is gone because that's the only team here in this area that's. I, I mean, kaput frankly, Man. and the Redskins were one of the most, I think they might be, one of the most valuable teams in, in the NFL yet. Um, so the potential is, is there, but Snyder, uh, he doesn't care. All he cares about is so he can say, oh God, I'm a rich boy and you can't do anything to me. Right. I mean, well, he's such a bully that anyhow, I, I certainly hope that he is gone.
3: Yeah, I, I, me, me, you, and a lot of other people, Margaret. Thank you so much.
5: All right. Thank you. All right.
3: Cheers. Bye bye. Yeah, the the thing is, and, and and we've seen this, and we will see it with Robert Sarver. You know, buying a team is it's not an asset that will typically depreciate unless you're a jerk, unless you're a clown. Like you buy a team, sit around for a bunch of years, like we've seen now with with owners who own teams for fifteen and twenty years, and they get rich. They put in a couple hundred million dollars. They walk out billionaires. That's why these guys don't want to leave. They want to let that asset just continue to go up and up and up in value. And they can either pass it on to their families or they could potentially cash out. Jerry Jones made it very clear. We learned at the Dallas Cowboys, little, little more than $8 billion net worth or they're worth eight bill. Jerry Jones says, no, I'm not cashing out. I will never see the money from the Dallas Cowboys. You see your money from other things. 855 212 cbs Mike's calling from Texas. What's up, Mike?
0: Hey, what's up, JR?
3: What's on your mind?
7: Man, I
0: heard uh, the Philly fans coming out talking about um, we don't stand a chance and that. Hey, man, I tell you, if Dak was playing that game, we win it, and, and that's period. And that's you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no doubt about it. You no, know? um, I, I just I just feel like you know once that offense is figured out of theirs, then it's a wrap. Uh, we'll see in December, I guess.
3: Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait and see. I, I do have a lot of uh, of confidence this season in the the Eagles more than I do the Dallas Cowboys. It's uh, and part of that has to do with the owner, who's Jerry Jones. Hey, hey Shep, I've never thought about it like this. Jerry Jones is is the ultimate helicopter dad, or is that a bad description?
6: Um, no well he you know he might be because he, I mean his son is right there in lockstep and barrel with him.
3: The two of them just run around surveying things. I'm sure they they walk around the, the top I And mean, you we always see Jerry Jones on occasion, either he's in his box and every now and then you'll see him on the field. I know this man is running around with binoculars. They always show him not wearing it. Maybe he's looking up at that big giant video board that he put up there. But there is, there's just no way that he can be this heavily involved. He's just
6: helicopter dad, except for he bought it. Terrible. They are just, just very. What's, what's the? He, why he is so beyond fascinating to me is because. He put salt on an Egg McMuffin. That, well, yeah, that too. But is if <laughs> okay. you look at the success they had, you know, and this was as America's team under Tom Landry. I'm, we're talking 70s and 80s. They were, inc- and, and Tech Stram and, 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 you know, that personnel, they were incredibly successful. He got rid of one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. Jim, And they got even better, which is unheard of. Everybody and their mother bemoaned him for that decision. And then Aikman with the 1-1 season, his rookie year in 1989. And then they win three Super Bowls in a span of six years beating quality teams at that. And then, Jr. with all yeah. that success yeah. for the next 26 seasons, they don't make it back to a conference title game. It's It's mind-blowing, the trajectory and the journey of Jerry Jones.
3: Yeah, I think a lot of it is... It's pride and arrogance. That's it. Like, you have to know when to delineate. You have to know when to pass responsibility on. You have to know when to just say, okay, someone else can help with this, and I can make the decision. Now, is he the biggest face in the world of football? Does he have a battery in his back? Is someone bossing him around? N- no. But it seems like he goes and he does things just unilaterally. Like he looks at his son, and he asks, and his son gives him an answer, and he does what he wants anyway.
6: Cast you a very, very quick question. Yes. If he walks away next season, now he's in his, correct me if I'm wrong, he's got to be 80 81. He's got to be at the Robert Kraft uh, parameter. Jerry, age, Jerry right? Jones? Yes. Yeah, right. I would say so. Now, we're talking three Super Bowls. He walks away as a wildly successful owner. When you look at the whole landscape of his entire career. You're asking me? Yeah. Yes, of course. Yes. Right. And I, I, I think people I, knock he, him too uh, to freely. He is
3: the, he's one, he's one of the great marketers in America, probably on earth. Jerry Jones is an excellent salesperson. He's done a tremendous job building, branding the Dallas Cowboys. That's why they're the most valuable sports franchise on earth. That's not to say that they're having success on the field. You're going to have it both ways. The Yankees, the other team, the Yankees, we know they're, they're built on history. The Yankees are built on tradition and having more championships than anybody. Well, they haven't had one of those things, a championship, since 2009. And so what next? You continue to win. Your fans continue to beg and whine and moan and complain. And that's it. It's hard winning a championship. But when you can sell your team, your franchise, you can be worth a lot of dough. It's a totally different situation when you actually find the success, that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. 855 212 cbs That's 855 212 cbs Antonio calling from Atlanta. What's up, Antonio?
8: Yeah, my man. How are you?
3: I'm okay. Go ahead, please.
4: Good, good. I just want to commend you real quick when you work at Special Olympics. It uh, takes a real kind of
3: soul to give up one sound. Well, thank you. An- Antonio, it sounds like you are driving underwater. Can, can you try again? Oh.
8: Yeah, well, I'll call you back. I'll call you
3: back. Okay. We'll that out good them- then. Yeah, we'll put... At least I... What would you say, Chef? No, I'm what? saying as
6: soon as you said that, I'm like, no, Antonio, you, you, were, you were doing so well, but then you got on and you, you're in a you're you're cave, and then you're like, can you try again? And then he's like, okay, I'll call back. But no, when you said that, you sounded pretty good.
3: Should I try him here? Have him on Pink, hold. I, I
6: No, like, when you said that, and then he was like, okay, I'll call back. Right when you said that, I'm like, no, Antonio, now you sound good.
3: Antonio, you still here? <laughs> I'm still here, man. You still sound like he's in the toilet. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> that poor guy. Dave is calling from Alabama. I don't know. He are you on the toilet, Dave?
8: Uh no. I'm in the truck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, you made that very
8: clear. Thank you, Dave. What's up? Hey. Yeah. I'm glad Tennessee beat Alabama. I live in Alabama, but I am not from Alabama. There is a guy. Okay. <laughs> go, now, ahead. go ahead. As far as Daniel Snyder is concerned, the man's a walking sewer pipe arrogant narcissistic don't care no about nobody but himself yeah and what he was talking about threatening the other owners about this that and the other thing the owners are going to protect that shield they're going to protect the investment and if he tries anything stupid they'll fill him with some concrete boots and throw him in the potomac river and get a new owner in this place
3: Okay. I don't know if they I don't know if they'll go that far, but I, I, I certainly understand your, your premise.
8: Also, now as far as the Warriors and the Lakers, mm-hmm. they are a victim of their own success. They're not the gold standard for winning an NBA title. There are other teams that could win that title as well. It's not always going to be the Warriors. It's not always going to be the Lakers. Now somebody like Milwaukee, Philadelphia, San Antonio, probably. But other than that, it's anybody's game now. Anybody's game. Okay. Nope. The
3: the NBA, and thank you, Dave, for calling from Alabama, I would say this season is is it's open. The opportunity is is wider. There's not one hardcore team that you will find a consensus on. Where people go, oh man, they'll win the championship. And by the way, it's a final score. The Golden State Warriors did beat the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. A final, 123-109. Looking here at the box score, a couple of names you do want to see right away. The, the Los Angeles Lakers tonight were basically Anthony Davis, 27. LeBron James, 31. LeBron James tonight, look at his stat line. 31 points, 14 rebounds, 8 assists. LeBron James played 35 minutes. Anthony Davis played 36. Russell Westbrook in 31 minutes had 19 points, 11 rebounds. And I know Russell Westbrook was sad about this. He only had 3 assists, no triple-double for Russell Westbrook. Everybody else pitiful. Kendrick Nunn was able to pour in 13 points off the bench, and nobody else did a damn thing. Awful. Terrible. Meanwhile, for Golden State, Draymond Green, I guess he still thought it was the NBA Finals. Four points, five rebounds, five assists, two of five from the field. Steph Curry had 33. Klay Thompson, 18. Jordan Poole off the bench, 12 points. And Wiggins contributed 20 warriors are going to be good again mike's calling from tallahassee you're on the jr sport re-show what's up mike
0: hey how's it going love the it's vibe going. man I, thank you uh i used to live in bethesda and uh, i followed the, the skins for a little i'm sorry uh the commanders for a little bit and uh you know the problem with uh, an owner like dan snyder or Jerry jones is that they just don't step aside and let the football people do what they need to do. That's right. And, uh, and I wanted to call about the Phillies because I think we're seeing something that uh, needs to be looked into, uh-uh. which, is the fact, which is the fact that uh, when you play a wild card game or three-game series, you are involved in something that nobody has experienced during the regular season, and to have that ability to engage in in in, in those games, you have you have an advantage over a team that's just been sitting on the sidelines. And, so what uh, what would
3: what would you prefer? I mean that's that's kind of been the case forever. You know right. you have to you wait for a team. It doesn't matter if the NFL. You wait for. What do you prefer them do?
0: I, I don't know what to say. I think that they they should all start at the same time at some level because I mean you that that momentum and and playoff baseball or playoff football, nah. whatever it is, that's a different beast well
3: and, there, there's uh, a there's a little bit of a give and a take there, There's also the approach, and thank you, Mike, for calling from Tally. I have to go ahead and get ready to hit the break. You can take the approach of are we going to be sharp? following a layover or lay off, taking off so much time, or are you going to benefit from all of the time off? That's it. There is no perfect way to do it. You would think that the team getting a little bit of rest would be rewarded unless they are absolutely just dull. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. I'm going to get some more of your calls. Knowing that this Lakers game just concluded, Charles Barkley had some words earlier on on TNT about Russell Westbrook, not the most positive of, of words for their relationship or his relationship with the Lakers. I'm going to share with you a conversation I had with Brian Henry of Special Olympics. I'm going to talk to you some more, and then we're going to roll out. But right now, let's take a break.
2: You're listening to the JR. Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you, first off, for making my drive from the south side of Atlanta to the north side every night bearable. I always enjoy listening to you, man. Intellectual and introspective, I appreciate you. I just started listening to you about six months ago.
3: Man, I love your show.
2: Call in now at 855-212-4CBS.
3: It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Before I do anything, I need to let you know that this portion of the show is brought to you by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. You can learn more at NavyFederal.org. And tonight, I'm pretty sure you heard offense can be the best defense. So the player, his name, John Carlos Stanton of the New York Yankees, hitting that three run home run to set the tone early, giving the Yankees a little bit of a of a comfortable cushion as they ultimately beat the Guardians to advance to the American League Championship Series, the final score this afternoon in the Bronx five to one. You know what? Let's go ahead and hear from Mr. John Sterling of the Yankees Radio network
2: and the two o. Swung on and hit in the air to right center and deep. That ball is gone. Oh, my. It is a Stantonian home run. A Stantonian home run. It is a Judgian blast.
3: <laughs> why, why not? Why not? You know what needs to happen? I'm sure it exists somewhere. And this is not supposed to be a project for uh, any of the people that we work with, Shep, who actually can touch all of this. Why doesn't someone just string all of this together like on one one hour long file of every Yankee call ever? you know wouldn't that be cool? or does it exist already?
6: That's a rhetorical question. I don't mean to jump in, but it no. exists. Where does it exist? This is John Sterling. It's on YouTube already? I mean, like, you, I mean look, I, I don't believe this to be true. I believe John Sterling is one of the greatest to ever do his respective craft. But there are people that take issue with his hyperbole, if you will. And I'm being nice when I say the word hyperbole in his yeah, but that's, exaggeration that's, of broadcasts. That's the
3: point. But my, point, my question is, where is it on
6: YouTube, like every call? I, I'd be yeah I mean it it exists it, it definitely exists yes okay. it, it would be on YouTube it'd be on Twitch it'd be on Insta it'd be on Twitter it, it'd yeah, be on it, it'd be on Snapchat it'd be everywhere
3: we work for the company why isn't it there we have it
6: right well because we appreciate and celebrate the greatness of John Sterling the consistent greatness he could do he could, he could do this for another 10 years he's that young and boyish
3: you think Marco could make it for me
6: Marco could do everything I know Marco's Marco. Marco, great... let me tell you something. You know, yes. you know it's a good night for Marco when the Yankees win, especially when they advance and go to the ALCS. Man, uh,
3: Marco liked it when they rocked the baby. I know.
6: Yes, I know
3: Marco. Is Marco is Marco here Not it, man? How'd you like the when they rocked the
1: baby? Uh, I'm cool with it. Glaber seemed uh, a little annoyed by what Josh Naylor did, so I'm cool with it. As long as the guys are all on board, go right ahead.
3: Yeah, but that guy. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you yelling that Cole for saying that's your son? Like that's that's a little. I I I I don't have a problem with it, but it's just like, hey, it's not like you won the World Series. You know what I'm saying? You look like a dummy if you lose, and now he looks like a dummy.
1: Yeah, I, look, I, I'm a, I'm one of those guys. I'm not old school words. Oh no, everything's disrespectful. I'm cool right. with doing whatever you want, but I'm also cool with on the other side of it. So if you get mocked afterwards, I don't want to hear you complain. And Naylor, for his given credit, he didn't complain afterwards. But, like, I don't want to see next year somebody drilling Glaber because they're complaining about rocking the baby because you know how baseball works. they got oh those long goodness. memories. So I don't want to see, uh, you know, Glaber taking one between the 2 and the 5 in April because they're worried about this. That part of it has to go away, too. Yankees yeah. got their say after Naylor did what he did.
3: Yeah, To Touche. You know what? If you do the talking, you just always have to be able to back it up. That's what it boils down to. He did the talking. He did more than the talking, and he couldn't back it up. You know, save all the celebrating for the big win, and it never came for him. So now he has to think about that all off season. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we have a few things to do. I was at North Carolina State. I want to share with you the convo I had with Brian Henry from Special Olympics. I want to talk to you. And then I want you to hear from Charles Barkley. Marco's going to let you know about the Lakers game. He's going to tell you that they got their behinds whooped. You'll hear Charles Barkley's thoughts about, I guess, their point guard. I don't know what he is. His name is Russell Westbrook.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I'm
4: going to get off the radio. I just want to let you know I commend you for what you're doing, JR. That's that's great what you're up there doing, the speaking engagements and
3: and talking to these college students and stuff. We need more of that.
2: Call in now at 855-212-4CBS.
3: In a few minutes, I want to share with you a conversation I had with Brian Henry, Special Olympics North Carolina. While I made my stop for the Media for the Movement Tour, at nc state what an awesome time i had before i do that we do know this the nba season is officially underway we had our first two games game one the boston celtics went out there and beat the 76ers and a few minutes ago the golden state warriors they defeat the lakers the final score 123 to 109 LeBron James, 31 points, 14 rebounds, 8 assists. The man is absolutely ageless. Anthony Davis, he plays 36 minutes, drops 27 points. I hope that he can play more games and put in more minutes. And then Russell Westbrook, he didn't come off the bench. He started 19 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists. And it only took up until halftime. For Charles Barkley to chime in and really give his thoughts and opinions on TNT uh, about Russell Westbrook and where he should stand with the Lakers, this is what the round mound of rebound had to say.
9: You know how I feel about Russell Westbrook. Yes. That he plays hard every time out. I admire him. I respect him. It's time for the Lakers to move him. They have taken all his joy... Out of life in basketball. Chuck is five out of eight. No it's not about the numbers. First of all the Lakers stink. We can get that out the way. Those two guys just out there having fun AD and LeBron. They're just getting numbers. You never thought they were going to win this game. You know they're just going through. They're like getting numbers. How can you tell that Westbrook's joy has been stolen. He doesn't look. This guy used to be so exuberant playing with great energy and great emotion. I think the wear and tear mentally last year, starting this year, playing with Patrick, Patrick Beverly, he's going to – and the thing is, he going to get the blame no matter what because the Lakers ain't a championship contender.
3: Yeah, he, he's not long for the Los Angeles Lakers. Is it coming at the trade deadline when they can maybe get the most for him? I don't know who wants him. Or is it having to – you know, go through an off season where they're going to get more cap space, have more available. It's um sad situation. And meanwhile, the Golden State Warriors, they do what they do. Here, yeah. just so you know, Steph Curry had 33 points, Wiggins had 20. A pool off of the bench. Yes, the man who got punched in the face. Shortened pool. He was able to go out there and contribute 12 points. Didn't have the greatest of nights. 4 15 shooting. And Draymond Green. 25 minutes, 4 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Long season. Let's see what it looks like. Speaking of joy, sorry, Westbrook, the basketball joy might be sucked out of you right now. I'm having an amazing time on my Media for the Movement tour, having gone to Fordham and Drexel, having made stops at Tulane, and and yesterday, last night, Obviously, I shared with you here on air, I broadcasted from the campus of North Carolina State. Uh, Professor Mindy, Miss Mindy, opened up her class, communications to health and sports and in society, and allowed me to come and speak to her students about the power of sports and utilizing it for inclusivity in in all areas of life. Just sports and, and, and moving it into the areas of health as well. And I was joined by a Special Olympics athlete from North Carolina. His name, Brian Henry. I was able to share my story of going from YouTube uh, to television and radio here on CBS Sports Radio. And Brian was able to share his story as well. And I want to share it with you here all across North America. I asked Brian simply to get things started representing North Carolina. Brian, what do you do with Special Olympics? Take a listen.
7: I am an athlete, a global messenger, an athlete ambassador, athlete leader, and member of the Athlete Council team. Well,
3: oh, big time. That's a lot of there's a lot to do there. So I asked Brian specifically, what is your favorite part about being an ambassador? This was his response.
7: Well, my favorite things about being an ambassador is like helping raise money for Special Olympics and going out volunteering places to help Special Olympics North Carolina. 40,000 athletes.
3: 40,000 athletes. And he's someone who who utilizes his his gift of being able to communicate and speak with folks to do that. He is using himself to present opportunities to others, which I think is absolutely amazing. That's his work as an ambassador. As an athlete, this man has, well, I'll let you hear where where he's been. Take a listen.
7: Absolutely. Absolutely. When I went to Abu Dhabi in 2019, I represented Team USA, and I won two gold medals in the 200 individual medley, the 100 butterfly, and a silver medal in my favorite event, the 100-meter freestyle.
3: This man will swim circles around you. Hey, Shep, you been to
6: Abu Dhabi? If I am going, I'm not swimming against Brian. I have not.
3: Yeah, I haven't been to Abu Dhabi either. I... I don't want to swim against Brian under any circumstance. He he may have to come save me. i put it to you that way.
6: You know, solve peace in the Middle East.
3: Oh, he might. He could do a whole lot. Out of everything that Brian has done and, and what he's done for others and how he's giving back, I asked him, hey, why is Special Olympics, from your perspective, Brian, why is it a great organization for people to be a part of?
7: Well, it's a great organization to help all the athletes, the unified partners, and Coaches all across the world and even all across the United States of America.
3: Yeah, like everybody listening and North America. My friends in Seattle, my friends in Miami, my friends in Boston, my friends in Texas, here in Atlanta, New York, Minnesota. I can go on, Boise, I see you, San Diego. Become a part of the movement. Go to SpecialOlympics.org. You got a few minutes, you can be a coach. You got a few minutes, you can play. Yeah, you, you can play. And you'd be surprised what you, yeah, you listening, can get out of participating in Special Olympics as well. Go to specialolympics.org, become a part of the movement. But that's not it. That's not all. Brian is a huge fan of the sports, obviously, in North Carolina. One of the teams, eh, not so good. Let's, let's take a listen to who his favorite teams are.
7: Carolina Hurricanes.
3: How you feel about those Canes? What do you think about the season that just started?
7: I felt really confident this season. Compared to last season, we had about 116 points when we made it to the playoffs. And one of my favorite things was beating the Boston Bruins.
3: I hear that. Now, the other team, the Panthers, they need, they need help. What words of encouragement would you give your Carolina Panthers for the rest of the season?
7: Let's go, Panthers.
3: Yeah, they need that. They might need Brian to go out there and play as well. Wide receiver, quarterback. Brian is absolutely amazing. It was uh, great to hang out with him. I'm so happy he was able to join me in Miss Mindy's class. Had an opportunity to meet his parents as well. Congratulations to them as they get ready to celebrate, I believe, a 35th anniversary. Thank you to everyone at North Carolina State. Uh, great time, great students, great faculty, great staff. Thank you so much to to Robert. Just helping set me up in, in the studio. Thank you to Catherine. It was amazing. And thank you to to Special Olympics. Thank you as well from a personal thank you for myself uh, to the folks at Experian who are helping to make the tour happen for myself. Uh, they believe in inclusivity. Anyone who's down for opening up the doors of opportunity for other people are are definitely great and my book SpecialOlympics.org. Eight five five two one two four 855-212 cbs let's get into a few more calls before we have to roll out antonio who i hope sounds better we're up against the break the break the end of the show go ahead antonio you're on cbs sports radio hey jr thanks for taking the call hopefully i sound better um again commend you for your work
4: with the special olympics but i wanted to uh to speak on daniel snyder real quick i think uh there's a bigger picture here um I think I believe that Ursay came out and was saying, okay, we got the votes, we have everything else. Because what they did was they're going to have to shut down this uh, prosecution. Uh, the attorney general, uh, I guess, in uh, said they're going to bring charges up against Daniel Snyder for, in a way, I guess it would be some sort of blackmail saying that he has information against all the owners. Well, I'm sure he does. But the reality of it is, is, is if he's Winds up indicting, uh, you know, for larger, for better words, bringing charges against Daniel Snyder. What that's going to do is open up all the discovery, which means all the information, including emails, including everything else involving the NFL, all the communication is going to be fair game. And I don't think that they want that to happen. So I think that Daniel Snyder will wind up stepping down to be honest with you, and selling, the, and selling the team sooner than what we think.
3: Well, you Tom, T- Tom will tell Antonio. I'm, look, I, I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and play lawyer. I, I only know what I read and what I see and, and what I hear. Um, I don't care. I think he should have been gone a long time ago. It would be nice if he was gone yesterday. We know that he's still here. And any way in which that he goes or, or anybody else who doesn't deserve the spot goes, I'm fine with it sooner rather than later thank you antonio I agree. appreciate you thank you man thank you no doubt about it yeah look he should have been gone a long time ago there's there's no justifiable reason that you can look at someone who has had basically just misstep after misstep after misstep and folly after folly after folly and then he gets fined 10 million dollars No one knows exactly why outside of all of the allegations and and all of the lawsuits that we've heard. He's basically told, hey, go away. Go sit in the corner for a little while. But he keeps the team? Where do they do that at? Where? I've said it before. I will say it again. These owners who just go through these disgusting periods where they treat people like garbage, they don't need to walk away with a golden parachute just because they bought the team. They need to understand that you need to behave in a particular manner. Otherwise, the team will be taken away from you, and you lose your investment. Let's see the owners stand up to do that. It'd be nice if they did. I don't see it happening, though. Daniel Snyder. I hope he's going sooner than later. It's the JR Sport Reshow Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Shep, thank you so much for an amazing night. Thank, thank you, thank you, you thank you. No doubt about it. We'll be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern time. 7 p.m. Pacific. I will be bringing you a new top six list. The NBA is underway. We're going to take a look at the top six players in the league right now. Okay? Have a good night. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. You want to know why? Because Amy Lawrence, she's up next.
1: Okay, picture this.